Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is December the 18th, 2019. Strong hand, long-term thinking, in motion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin, Apex Predator. One Bitcoin because one Bitcoin. Offended by selling. Unconfiscatable. Yeah, I've got that conviction, and I'm going to answer some of your questions that deal with conviction a little, late, a little later on in the show. If you got any questions, type in Bitcoin Meister. Send a super chat. I will see your question that way. I can't see your question any other way. If you just type in, Adam, how's the weather? I'm not going to see that. You have to type in, big. it turns a different color. All right. Uh, hello, my elite friends. How, how are you all doing tonight? It is late at night once again. But hey, a new show here every single day. Friday is This Week in Bitcoin. Juan Galt is going to be on. Anders is going to be on. We'll have a third guest on. It will be at 4 p.m. Baltimore time, 1 p.m. Los Angeles time. Last Friday's was great. Last Saturday's Beyond Bitcoin was great. Last Thursday, we had Trace Mayer on the show. Check it all out at DisruptMeister.com. Follow me on Twitter at TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Let's, uh, let's go to current events. Current events. In the uh, 80%er world, I have been creeping into my life tonight. Apparently, there's something big going on in politics. Let me ask you a question here. How many Americans out there do you think now believe uh, that Vice President Pence is the President of the United States? Uh, that that it's, just, it's just happened because there's been this thing called an impeachment, and that automatically means uh, Mike Pence is now president of the United States. How many people do you think believe that in the United States right now? And keeping that number in, is that number larger than the number of Americans that uh, know about Bitcoin? And with all of that in mind, how can you doubt that the current financial system, the dollar-dominated system, will easily be able to continue uh, in the United States of America? The 80 percenters got to spend on their bread and circuses. Uh, it's all entertainment to them. If you go on Twitter right now, there are plenty of people that think Mike Pence is the president of the United States of America. They're not interested in finance. They don't know about Bitcoin. There are probably more people out there right now that think Mike Pence is the president of the United States of America than know about Bitcoin in the United States. They definitely, they definitely hold Bitcoin in the United States of America. There are more people. They, they, they heard about this thing called impeachment. They've been hearing about it on The View and everything. And they well, that means if they're if impeachment goes through, that means uh, Trump is gone. And tonight they're finding out who is the vice president. Many of them didn't know who the vice president is, and so some of them are reacting right now on Twitter. You can look at it right now. They're like, "Oh my God, this this Pence guy is president now. He doesn't like gay people or something." I mean, there's all uh, it's unbelievable. It, it's unbelievable, but it, it is to me it's believable. I never underestimate the idiocy of the. Uh, of the voting, the general voting public. And so many of you, oh, they're, they're going to learn how to be savers and Bitcoin. There's going to be hyper-Bitcoinization and they're all, everyone's going to learn how to save. No, this is America. This is the world. And they can print that dollar to infinity. They won't. Why will they notice? They don't know who the president is right now. <laughs> it, it, it's unbelievable. And, and so this also has to do with uh, the having a little bit. There are a lot of people that, that talk about the having. They, they, they talk about the having. They don't know what the having is. 
they think uh, there's this halving thing coming up. Uh, I got to get rid of my Bitcoin before it happens because the amount of Bitcoin I hold is going to get cut in half because it's a halving. You know, it's a halving. You know, impeachment means kick out. Halving means you cut it, cut it in half. Um, you know, just the irrationality of, uh, of people, the lack of research that people do, uh, and, and they'll just they'll spout out terms. They don't know what anything means anymore. People don't know what it means. And, for, and first of all, going back to having too, having a lot of people don't even know, never heard of it in the Bitcoin space, in the cryptocurrency space. So just take into account the current events and think about what's priced in <laughs> in Bitcoin. Think about uh, hyper-Bitcoinization, if that can really happen. Think about the dollar going away. Think, think, do you really think the dollar is going to disappear after you know what has been demonstrated this evening? You tell me. I mean, you, you give you give the voting public a lot of a credit, and the voters are the majority of people out there. The voters are the they're the masses. They're the masses. They want their bread. It's bread and circuses. It's all entertainment. That's what they care about. They don't care about the dollar being hyperinflated, hyperinflated, whatever you want to call it. Okay, so the dollar is going to be around for the rest of my life, and I intend to live a very, very, very long life, and it will be the dominant. Uh, fiat currency, and they'll just keep buying, 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 spending, 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 and thinking the wrong person is the president of the United States. Pound that like button. All right, so I want to go really quick back to yesterday. And if you like that kind of talk, tune in the Saturday show. We go beyond Bitcoin, but I I uh, weave that in, into Bitcoin there. Impeachment. No one knows what that is. Uh Yesterday's show, I was talking about Litecoin a little bit. It's a top tier altcoin. I do, I do want to point that out. But what I want to point out is there is a huge gap between the top tier altcoins and and Bitcoin. Okay, now the top tier altcoins are better than the other altcoins. Obviously, they'll stick around longer, if not for like decades. Okay, but just because I call something top tier doesn't mean it's close to Bitcoin. Bitcoin is far. Huge gap, huge gap. Now, I will say this. I will say this. If Ethereum fixes its game, and I think it will, it can leave that top tier and live in its own little realm somewhere. Far from Bitcoin still, but it, it could be different than the rest of its top tier uh, compadres there. All right, but enough. I don't want to talk about altcoins. Just wanted to clear that up from yesterday's. It's funny. Every All the weekends selling their Bitcoin and just selling all their cryptocurrency. And now there's been a fiat price rebound. It is interesting to note that the uh, Bitcoin dominance increased during this whole episode, this latest episode. And I don't know, you got, <laughs> you best be valuing your wealth in Bitcoin. It's just another reminder. It's just another reminder that that wasn't very good for the, uh, for the altcoin bag holders there. It, it didn't, the, the situation didn't really improve. <laughs> All right, let, let's talk about bag holders here. Let's talk about uh, gold bag holders here. Um, Barry Silbert has a tweet out there. Returns this decade, Bitcoin, a, a dollar has become a $90,000. A gold, $1 has become a $1.34. Drop gold and pound that like button. Uh, well, I, I'll I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it. It's been a it's been a good decade, 
and it's not even the golden age decade yet. You know, there, there is, there is someone on Twitter that keeps on saying, you know, that the decade really doesn't end until the end of 2020. All right. All right. Technically, technically you are correct. And I, I lived through this. I, we all lived through this back in 2000. We all lived through this back in 2000. I'll just, I'll just put this out there. Okay. You know, people like round numbers. Was there a big, big, huge celebration when it turned 2001? Or was there a big, huge celebration when it turned 2000? Okay. I mean, oh, yes, it, the, the, the decade ended when it became 2001. Okay. That's great. That was really fun. It, it was about turning 2000. So it's about turning 2020. It's about, it's turning 2020. I, I know technically what that means, but, uh, the 2020s are starting. You can call that a decade. You can call that an era. But clearly, the 2020s are starting. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that change in that, uh, second, that second number there. All right. And, uh, yeah. So sometimes you can, I mean, again, technically you can be right. But there just comes a point when you got to be like, let's have some fun here. <laughs> All right, all right. Moving on. You don't have to be a stickler. You don't have to be a stickler there. I, I understand. I mean, were, I mean, were you saying no? I'm not going to celebrate it turning 2000 until it, you, it's not starting until 2001. Really, that that's that's my my party, dude. Come to my. There was a Seinfeld episode that like had this in there too. Okay, not linked to below. Now, moving on. Uh, the Nick Carter says. The first U.S. exchange to do regular user-facing proofs of reserve is go is going to collect an obscene amount of goodwill and positive PR. I agree. I agree. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> what exchange is going to do that? Um, I mean, are, are are there any honest exchanges out there? <laughs> oh God. Until then. Proof of keys. Get your get get your Bitcoin off these exchanges, definitely. But if a U.S. based exchange that does a public audit that shows us everything they have on there really and shows us the addresses and shows that it all adds up, we have eighty three thousand Bitcoin here. Here's where they are. Are they will get a lot of good press, uh, a lot of respect, and just getting their name out there will get people who still don't understand how to control their private keys to go to that exchange. And I mean, they're getting all sorts of free publicity, free advertisements through that. I have a, I was reminded of the security truth machine term when I read the following tweet by uh, a guy named Simon who lives in uh, the Netherlands. One and people were asking about the use of Bitcoin, complaining about some aspect of Bitcoin. And he said, one of the relevant uses, and this is linked to below, in the is the availability of an open source technology with functionality to document and timestamp events at low cost levels. Basically, a security truth machine. Remember. I'll be in El Paso, Texas, starting January 14th until February 11th, if you're around. I'm, I'm in Tucson, Arizona right now. 
there a lot of Bitcoiners were tweeting about the Securities and Exchange Commission voted to propose uh, amendments to the definition of accredited, invest, accredited investor. One of the principal tests for who is eligible to participate in our private capital markets. Now, to be an accredited invest investor, you have to have a certain amount of money or a certain amount of property. I don't even know the, the exact rules now. A million dollars worth of cat. I, I, I don't. What is? What's the? Whatever it is, you're not. If you're not an accredited investor, they don't allow you to buy. Uh, early stage companies, you know, get, get in on pre IPO type of stuff. Uh, and so people have complained said, well, it's only special people that get to, to get in on these pre IPO and other types of purchases that are risky, that are risky. And the reason the government says is we don't want grandma, old grandmas getting ripped off. We've heard it all before. So now they want to change it a little bit, but now maybe you're going to have to take a test or, have a certain title or go to a certain class. Again, more bureaucracy, more red tape. But the thing is, let them keep making it hard for everyday Joes to buy certain types of financial instruments, okay? Let them do, I, I don't give a darn because Bitcoin, you are already an accredited, accredited investor for Bitcoin or any cryptocurrency. That's the thing. That's my old videos where I said, it's like getting in on a pre- IPO for Facebook or Google. Okay. And I was saying that when it was 400 freaking dollars and, and yes, that analogy is really correct. When you look back on it, uh, it was, I mean, and now it's $7,000. It's an unbelievable, uh, unbelievable profit right there on paper. Just like those people who bought uh, Facebook before it was available to the public, the accredited investors that were allowed to do that. So uh, I don't, People are like, oh, it's great. The government is, is is now letting so many people who are not allowed into these markets be allowed into these markets. Well, it, it, there's still going to be red tape and bureaucracy. What we should say is, hey, in our realm, in the Bitcoin overlay, we we don't have a credit. Everyone can get in. Every everyone can get in, and it, it's just a great opportunity. Don't don't worry about government approval uh, to to be named uh, an accredited investor by the government. You don't you don't need that approval now in this land, in this world that we live in, in, in the Bitcoin world that we live in. All right, you dudes over there in, in the chat. Okay, no questions yet. So I'm I'm going to go to other old questions that were left in the comments and someone just actually tweeted something at me. Oh, before that. Oh, no, no, no. I, I wanted to remind everyone that, and I wanted to say this yesterday, proof of keys is the having pre-party. Found that like button. Back in my party days, <laughs> you would have the pre-party, then the party, then the post-party, the post-post-party. We, we would have, <laughs> we'd have all sorts of jokes uh, where the bars would let out like at 2 in the morning. Where's the post-party? Where's the post-party? And then we'd joke about the post. When, when we'd have my reunion, you know, every five year, my high school reunion, one of those years, uh, just joke, we had to have the post-post-party. Uh, I got a big smile on my face. And I've been to post parties and post post parties. Definitely. Definitely in my day. Uh, I mean, and by the way, by the time you get to the post post party, it's a freaking sausage fest. Okay. Women, they don't stay up that late. Um, you're better off that you're not at the post 
post party. You're with your woman back home. That, that's a better option. Trust me. But anyway, going on, going on. Uh, but yeah, I, I, but you also have the pre-party people. Some people feel the need to get drunk before they go out to the club. Well, that is the <laughs> little bit of beyond Bitcoin there. That is the uh, proof of keys is definitely the, the warm up to the to the having situation. And uh, you, you should have a proof of keys party if you're if you're a party animal, I guess. Uh, I'm gonna get rid of erase that. I use that line. All right. So there's a this guy did a summary of the Coin Metrics report. Uh, Mike Chan, the Coin Metrics report is always very interesting. So you can read his Twitter thread about it and then click on his various tweets to see the part of the report you're interested in. This is a long report, but he says the state of the network weekly newsletter is one of my favorites. Tons of awesome data and analysis. I've done my best to summarize and highlight the key points. Uh, the CM team runs nodes and extracts data from major crypto assets in order to independently validate network activity. And they rank the top 10 crypto assets by auditability. So that is very interesting. And then the report goes on into some other things too. And his summary goes into some other things. That was the main story though. They give 10 uh, coins grades on how auditable they are. All right. Now, speaking about altcoins real quick, and actually BSV is mentioned in this report, but there's another report, Binance Research. And this is a very interesting report, and it's, it comes as no surprise at all. It's not a shock what that Binance has found out. And I think we can all guess who's, who's uh, causing this uh, peculiarity, okay? Binance Research analyzed the mining activities of Bitcoin, Bcash, and BSV. While mining has become a billion-dollar industry, some particip participants appear to be irrational in how they allocate their hash power between BTC, BCH, and BSV. BC BSV mining appears activity, B BSV mining activity might be irrational, possibly owing to political factors or other non-economically driven forces that are beyond the scope of this report. Oh, billionaire C, the irrational things you do for your buddy Jim Jones. But hey, you can look at It's not a shock at all. Look at the report. Mathematics doesn't explain everything, guys. People are can be irrational. That is free will right there, okay? So that, that go, they're always going to be irrational players in a space for whatever reasons. Because they're insane, because they haven't done the research, whatever reason it may be. So here are two similar questions I've, I've recently received. Adam, this was just on Twitter. Now I, I tweet out, I tweet out my show is about to come on. And so the guy replies, Adam, um, you still holding till 2020 or are you going to hold longer? Now, dude, you should be watching my show instead of just replying to my, maybe you're watching my show right now. So I hope you're watching my show right now because I'm answering your question. I'm not answering it in, in a tweet. And the thing is, is like, I've mentioned this a million times and most people don't understand when I've said since before the 2016 halving, I am not selling any of my Bitcoin for fiat 
until after the 2020 halving. And that doesn't mean I'm selling all of my Bitcoin after the 2020 halving. It, it means this is the first possible time I would consider selling my Bitcoin after the 2020 halving. And I've said that for over four years now. But some people interpret that as like, oh, you're, you're selling massive amounts of Bitcoin a day after the 20. No, no that's not what it means. You, you, you're, you're, you're trying to read my head, my, my, my thoughts, mind read. You are, um, you're making up things. You, you're just not paying attention here. You're not comprehend, comprehending. Listening comprehension, it's important. And some people just never will get it. And they will become poorer and, you know, be 80 percenters. But, but for those of you who can, aren't impulsive and actually listen to my words. So, okay. Then another person asked, asked about my long-term plan. Um, so, yes. And, and again, when I say it's a savings, obviously, if you have a savings account, you just don't liquidate it after a certain day. You're going to hold longer. Of course, I'm going to hold longer. Of course, of course. Now, so and then another person asked about my long-term plan. Now, I have done some mathematical calculations lately. Um, as many of you know, I live off of the fiat that I have in the bank. And the fiat that comes in from various sources from the YouTube channel. Um, and, and I don't spend very much money. I'm very frugal. I, I don't I don't drink. I I mean, I, we've talked about it so many times, so many times. Minimalist type of lifestyle, but traveling the world at the same time. You can do both. You can do, you, you, you got to know how to search out a good deal. As I said, my next major transportation fee is $2.99 to get me from here to Texas. All right. So some people are able to do that because they can find a good deal because they know how to do research. But some people are just have no patience at all and they just buy a $200 plane ticket over there. And, and go to some $200 a night hotel, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Not me. But with all of that in mind, with at my current burn rate and my current rate of bringing in fiat, um, and I've done this calculation, I did it recently and I did it a few months back, I, I can go on at this rate um, until at least after the uh, 2024 halving. No problem at all. I wouldn't have to uh, get into, into savings at all. And that's at my current rate. Now, again, Things could I could bring in more fiat. I mean, all, all sorts of things have happened. Um, there have been times during this, um, you know, during the Bitcoin uh, when, when Bitcoin was on fire back in December of 2017. Um, the, the the fiat I was bringing in there, there was definitely more fiat being brought in then. Uh, but, but there have been various things that have happened since then uh, in terms of my uh, real estate uh, divestments, <laughs> my you know uh, getting rid of uh, real estate. Uh, which is uh, added to the fiat in, in, diff in different ways. We don't have to get into all of that. But 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 here's the thing. I think at this point, so so my long term plan is here's. I, 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 I it's very possible that soon my saying is going to be like I'm not getting rid of any Bitcoin for fiat until at least after the 2024 having. Now I will tell you this right now. I have no plans of getting rid of any Bitcoin until at least after uh, 210,000 blocks after the previous all-time high, which will be around uh, November of 2021. Because, dude, I'm not selling my big, any of my Bitcoin for below $20,000, okay? I would have to be on the verge of living in a freaking 
cardboard box for me to sell one of my Bitcoin for below $20,000. And I'm sure there are plenty of people like me that have got that old all-time high in their head. And I've mentioned this on other shows that are just like, no, I'm not, I would never sell Bitcoin for below the, because we're one day closer to the all-time high. And I, and I believe in that 210,000 block theory. And I am living that 210,000 block theory. And I, I believe that it, if it, it, I mean, if it stays valid, then 210,000 blocks after the previous all-time high, it should be over 19,600, whatever the heck it was. So definitely, definitely not, not selling a darn Bitcoin until after, after then. But most likely, I'm not selling a darn Bitcoin in, until after 2024. And if I still have fiat until, uh, if I still have a good amount of fiat after 2024, after 2024 having, then no, I'm not touching any of my Bitcoin. And it's a savings account. You just don't dip into your savings account for some impulsive purchases. It's it's for big, important, life-altering purchases, emergencies. Okay, emergencies, life. You're buying a house. You're doing this. You're doing whatever. Um, so no, I I don't foresee a reason. To go into my savings account, I don't. I don't have my life set up that way where I need to dip into my savings account. So, uh, and I never want to sell a Bitcoin for below uh, twenty thousand dollars. I think that's ridiculous. It's a ripoff. It's a complete ripoff to sell a Bitcoin for below twenty thousand dollars. I think again, that's and you can hear it in my voice. I am offended by every single person who sells now. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's more than just a saying. It's 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 what I believe. Um, all right. Now, again, if you're about to live in a cardboard box, then, okay, get get rid of 0.1 Bitcoin, I guess. I, I don't know. You shouldn't have planned that way. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. This is personal responsibility. I planned this stuff out, dudes. I planned this stuff out. I mean, I was living on freaking Linden Avenue in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, do you know? I didn't have to live in a fancy place in Canton or in Federal Hill or one of those trendy neighborhoods. I didn't need that stuff. Because, you know, I, well, I'm kind of a renegade and everything. <laughs> it was an adventure. It was a great adventure. But that was not costly. I was able to, to save, save then. And uh, there were all sorts of people that didn't save, that bought themselves fancy cars and stuff. And uh, now I, I'm, I'm traveling all around and I got all sorts of friends that are really anchored down back, uh, back home and have to deal with all of the nonsense of uh, mainstream life, you know, fitting in, keeping up with the Joneses. Um, having completely no savings at all, worrying every single day what, how they're going to uh, pay the credit card. Just horrible stuff, horrible stuff I can't imagine. Uh, but anyway, you, you can get into the Bitcoin overlay too. You can embrace savings. It's personal responsibility is new counterculture. Be uh, just, uh, you know, you don't have to have a new car every three years or whatever, or you don't have to have a car at all. I don't have a car. So yeah, there, there, there's some insight into my long-term plans. And so, no, I don't. I don't sell Bitcoin for fiat. I have no plans. No plan. I have no plans at all. This up. I have no idea when it would happen. I have no idea when it would happen. I mean, the early again, the earliest possible time I could see it happening at this point would be after the 2024 halving. All right. Remember, okay, okay. When Bitcoin, uh, and by the way, when Bitcoin gets into that magical six-digit realm one day, 
that video of mine from 2015 where I say people should uh, buy 10 Bitcoin each uh, for $400 a piece or for $4,000. So think about that. That video is going to become one of the most classic Bitcoin videos of all time. I think it should because there's a guy in 2015 saying buy 10 Bitcoin. Well, if Bitcoin is in the six digit realm, you do the math. What does that mean? What did that guy tell you to do back in 2015? And what does that make your value in fiat uh, once it's in the six-digit realm? Do the math. What's that make you? So that video will look real good for the future millionaires of America there. Pound that like button. Hey, I, I told you guys, and I'm still telling you it's early. Here's a, someone that people will listen to instead of me just because he's got a nice mustache and he's famous. No, um, but no, pe more people will listen to this guy because he's on. He's been on TV uh, for a long time. You know, he was on 2020 with Hugh Downs and Barbara Wawa. Who am I talking about here? And I'm glad he's talking about Bitcoin. Libertarian pundit John Stossel tells his million-plus followers why he bought Bitcoin. I bought Bitcoin because I don't want all my savings in dollars. What if my government prints lots of dollars and they become worth pennies? Well, John, I'm glad you're buying Bitcoin. Your reasoning is, well, it's good. Uh, the dollar, our government has already told us, it's not for savings, dude. It's for spending. That's a spending mechanism. So, of course, you want to be in the best freaking savings mechanism of all time. And if that savings mechanism happens to be a security truth machine, well, that's great. That's the end of the show. I've got nothing else to say. And let's see if there were any other questions. All right. I'm Adam Meister. Greetings from the Philippines, says Elemented Free Drive. I want to visit there one day. As I've mentioned to you, um, as I mentioned to you before, I uh, I have a, a good friend of mine from the Philippines. Well, originally, he, uh, his family's from there. So I've always wanted to go there. Uh, but you ask a question, how will you sell your Bitcoin? Coinbase, local Bitcoins. Dude, I have no plans on selling it. So I really haven't thought of that yet. The, I, I think by the time I sell it, uh, I will be just be able to buy a house with it. So it really won't be selling it. I'll like buy a house for it or I'll buy a family member a house. That's how I'll convert it to fiat. I'm really not too worried. But if I can't do that, I'll do it through Coinbase. I'm, they already know I bought it through them. So why not get, I mean, yeah, I, I'm paying taxes on it. <laughs> so I have no, I don't even, don't even think about that because I don't think about selling my Bitcoin at all. I don't care about that at all. I want to get more and more and more and more. It's a savings account. You, you, a lot of you just don't, will never get it. We'll never get it. You'll never understand what savings is. You'll never get it. You, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. It's just, you, got, you have to have a certain mindset, I guess. Um, but I'm, I'm trying here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to teach you guys. But there's just a lot of guys that are just like, oh, I gotta flip it, gotta do this, gotta, oh, god. All right, that's all right. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this Rob Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, check out the links below. Pound that like button. Let me uh, bang that bell button. Jeez, oh whiz, and just tweet this thing out. Tweet it out, dudes. On you know, um, I'm doing this show every day. The best way you can support this show is put it out there on Twitter. Spread the word about it. You're getting this. You're getting it all for free. It's the most unique freaking show out there. Um, it's Bitcoin insider information, um, and it's conviction. I mean, it, it's going to teach you some discipline. And I think this. But I mean, um, 
you got to help spread the word, dudes. So thanks a lot. I'll see you in the uh, in the chat right now. Bye bye, everyone.